So this is our second time trying to record an episode. We were both out of it the last time. Yeah, I was out like a light. <laughs> I try look. I was trying my hardest to keep you in it. I was like, this ain't gonna work. About t- about twenty minutes in, that's when I was like, yeah, this ain't this ain't it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I don't. I don't know. I'm not gonna say last week was hard. It wasn't any harder or crazier than any other week. We were just tired. Yeah, I think I was. I've been very emotionally drained for a long, longer than I would like to admit, honestly. Yeah. Um. Life be lifing, bro. With the series of events that I have experienced in the past month, I feel like it's just been hitting me harder yeah i mean that's understandable yeah like in my in my downtime especially i be i be trying to just plan days to just like relax and center myself and just give my brain some time to like not have to be focused on something but even lately like even today earlier I went and got lunch and I was like okay I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take a good nap like it's nothing like a good nap after you eat that'd be the best nap but the nap just was not taking me (laughs) like the nap was not napping the nap was not taking me like lately I feel like the silence has been too silent I have been there yeah and I'm just like yeah. Like I'll either I'll either put on a podcast just to have some background noise, like put on a podcast, turn it down real low because I still don't have my TV situated yet because I don't get Internet until this week. But. Yeah, I don't know, like I just can't I haven't been able to just fall into just like. A relaxing routine. This is random. Do you want this sound bar? Couldn't hurt. It's a Vizio soundbar. You're not using it? This is going to sound stupid. I have so many speakers. (laughs) Hell yeah, bro. (laughs) Upgrade me. I got to find a remote for it. But you can... It's Bluetooth and everything. I've I've literally had it for like... Shit. That's, you, you just never use it or you grew out of it? I used to use it as like my primary music thing. But once I, and then when I had my old record player, I used to hook it up to that. That's why it's still right here. Because the one that was back there. Then when I got the upgraded turntable. Actually, when I got the Samsung speaker, which you could which one you want? Um, I don't really care either one I don't have any like home speaker other than a little mini Sony one I'm the next time you come I'm gonna give you one of them probably the Samsung one because that's perfect for like 
Like if you just have one speaker or if you decide to get another speaker, yeah. that Samsung speaker, you can make it to where it, different playlists can play in different rooms. With your dope ass spot, that's like the perfect shit, nigga. I know. I can't wait to like finally get it together. That's another thing that's kind of just like overwhelming me. It's just like resituating a new home. Yeah. Because I didn't. I'm not gonna say I didn't fully get situated into the other one, but I definitely didn't have like wall art in my living room or I didn't have a TV. The TV, I, the way they had that layout, it was honestly not conducive to having a TV being anywhere where you wouldn't have to break your neck. Like <clears throat> it was literally like. So let's say this is my living room wall. Here's my patio door over here. <clears throat> we'll pretend that this door is the little doorway into the like hallway, bathroom entry, and then the other wall. And so it's like it would make the TV be off centered. Like imagine having a couch right here. And this be the couch be like in the center of this whole wall, but having to put a TV on a wall that can't be centered because it's it's off. That's why I really don't want to get that one mounted. I don't like where that mount is. Mm-hmm. It's right by the fucking door. Yeah, but it's also because they were trying to fit a big ass fucking TV in this house that wasn't built for, for a TV that size. Yeah, I re- what I really want to do is flip my living room around to where the couch is where the TV is, and the TV is where the main couch is. That might could work, but I don't feel like your couch would be centered because you have to make sure that it's. Right out of the way of the door. That's true. Oh, well, I guess it would just depend on. Well, I don't know. Your couch isn't like that long. Yeah. I mean, but it's a three seater. Well, it's a four seater, really. Yeah. You. That's something you would have to play around with. But yeah, I never got a. I never got a TV because it just wouldn't. It wasn't gonna work. Like it was. It would piss me off. Like, I don't know. I guess it's just an art thing for me, but I'm a creature of balance. Yeah. When it comes to like visual, like visual balance and just having a TV be like over here and a couch over here just was really going to send me into the psych ward. (laughs) So I was just like, fuck it. It's just not going to be a TV watching household. I, uh, I feel like my apartment, I didn't have much art decoration. I had like my kit, my dining room decorated, and that was it. Like was when I had the like uh, mid century modern shit. Mm-hmm. That was a vibe, bro. Like, I, I am dope. Um, <laughs> I never had um, art really in my room either when I was at my parents' house, but that's also because like. My mom was never a put shit on the walls type of mom. 
other than like in the living room. Of course, we had a mirror over the couch and one other picture. Um, like just like an abstract canvas. And then we had one picture in the dining room and a picture in a clock in the what's the other room that's not the dining room, but it's just like the bougie room that they stage for fancier dining experience. I guess the second dining room. That's the blackest shit I've ever <laughs> That is totally true. It's like the dining room, but it ain't the, the main for, dining room. It's the room. formal dining room, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. So, other than that, like, we are not a picture household. Like, there, you will not find family photos on the walls. Um, there's one old, old-ass family photo downstairs in the basement, but it's not hung up on a wall. It's just on top of the entertainment center. My parents' house now is the most pictures I've ever seen on their wall. Like, my mom has multiple Gauru walls. And it's weird because we didn't grow up with a lot of stuff on our walls. But, like, when you walk into my parents' house, she has, like, a... What's it called? The shit on Instagram, they always be trying to sell you where it's, like, the pick and stick. Oh, yeah. It's like little stencil wall stencils. Yeah, it's like twenty pictures or whatever. I took like a majority of all of those pictures. I realized that the other day I was like, I took almost all these pictures. You're the family photographer. Oh yeah, hands down. Like it's not even close. And I told, I told what we were doing that family one with all of us. I was like, one of these kids got to learn how to do this shit. <laughs> you got to pass the torch. Deshaun is probably going to be the best one to do it because he's most creative. Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel like one of your nephews would probably take that over easily. Yeah. Deshaun naturally is just a creative person. Um, But yeah. But in my uh, in my mom's family, Mia's dad is the family photographer. But yeah, we... Um, my mom was never a wall picture person. And I feel like... I don't know. My mom has always done the opposite of what she grew up in. Like my grandma and them, of course, I don't know. I feel like that's a grandma thing to have pictures everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then my aunts did too, but they always went like overboard to where it was just like too much shit in one room. Yeah. I feel like that's another like black auntie aesthetic. Like, maximalism when they be decorating like everything's matchy matchy mm-hmm. every time they find a piece that matches what they have in their living room they gotta buy it and, and put it somewhere or make make it fit somewhere <laughs> so my mom was like the one that was like that's not gonna be my house yeah so any photos or any like canvases i ever had were always like up on my dresser leaned against <laughs> something or something super small like off on a little sidewall but never any major artwork but right now I have so much wall space that I have to get something yeah on them walls and with tall ceilings like it just feels bare if I don't put something up I I want to make Remember, like, when I had that fully, like, decorated? 
Like, well, the picture. I kind of want that in that uh, dining room, especially when we start like doing video. Mm-hmm. This is the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> yeah. Like, it flows. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Also, I got to restick these things in here. I got so much shit to do. Let me just calm down. <laughs> like, I be having good ideas, but, like, putting it in, like... Actual, actually doing it? Especially, like, nah. as much as we work... Yeah. And then everything else, like between work and then like doing this, that's a lot of fucking time. Yeah, and it's wedding season again for me, so I feel like I have something dealing with a wedding almost every week. And I'm just like, <laughs> I come home, like I, I leave for work, and I'll be like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna come home and I'm gonna I'm gonna do some shit today yeah. when I get yeah. off work, bro. <laughs> I'd be exhausted in this goddamn heat the last couple of days. Yeah. Bro. Been on another level. Like, the heat the last couple of days is like, take your breath heat. Like, you walk outside, <gasps> woo! Bro, getting in my car. Ooh, and it's black. Ooh. Leather seats, black leather seats, tinted windows. My dad got mad at me because he came over the other day because I needed some more Freon. And my windows were cracked. He was like, why you got your windows cracked? Anything could crawl up in here and ball. I said, look, whatever's crawling up in here ain't going to survive because it's hot as hell. I said, you try getting in the car with leather seats and tinted windows and see if you said like even just them first few seconds of being in the car be like instant sweat. Nick already sweating. <laughs> yeah, you just wait. <laughs> it, I don't even have a fat neck just, but my neck be sweating I be feeling it about to happen like before that air can kick in good I be like god damn bro it be taking so long for my uh, truck to cool down and my fucking steering wheel be so goddamn hot hot cause I ain't got no tent in the front of my tr- fucking truck the back of it all the way tinted cause you know tr- that's how trucks are mm-hmm. I gotta get some goddamn tent but I'm at the point now to where I don't want to put any more money in this goddamn truck. I literally said this to my sister the other day. I said, if I have to spend any more money on this car, I'm trading the motherfucker in. That's where I'm at. I I had, I had told myself I was going to keep that truck for the rest of my life. Probably the smarter thing I would do. But I'm so goddamn tired of spending money. I'll trade this motherfucker in for a fucking Fiat. At this point, I love my Mustang to death. Uh, you know, I love my sports cars. That's another thing with buying a new car, a new used car. You, shit don't be going wrong until after you drive it for a good bit, mm-hmm. and you be like, "What the fuck?" I know this ain't happening already. I know this ain't happening already. Two months later, damn, I know this ain't happening already. And my shit don't even be bad. It's just I'm just tired of spending money on the yeah. motherfucker. Like it's a ten year old truck. It looks good, but I'm tired of spending money. That's where I'm at. Man, my car got hello emojis in the dash. (laughs) 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 I'm like, man, fuck that. I don't give a fuck. One of them is a sensor thing. Like, the sensor's been going bad forever, and I'm just like, I don't fuck that. I don't Mm. give a fuck. (laughs) 
But yeah, man, bro. I want a new car, but then I'll be seeing these new car monthly payments. I'm like, I do not want a new car. I'm tired of paying for a car. Defund being an adult. Fuck all this other shit. I'm tired. We tired. know what i thought my life was gonna be like when i was like 18 22 i didn't know i thought i'd be some married ass nigga with kids going to church and doing stupid shit like that instead i'm just an overgrown adult sitting in a room with my best friend talking about shit (laughs) we literally graduated with the world in our hands and then the world kicked our fucking asses. And it didn't take long. No. Hell, the Great Recession started the year after we graduated. Literally. We went to college at the absolute worst time to ever go to college. <sighs> for, for anybody that is between the ages of 32 and 35. Because that's a very specific group. Because yeah. that's the group that really, like, started their footing into adulthood and when the world was on fire. Gotcha, bitch. I feel like we're the true millennials. If you're between the age of, I'll give you 32. 32 through about 35, 36. We're the absolute by-the-book millennials. We experienced 9-11 as adolescents. Yeah, experiencing 9-11 and understanding it is completely different than just, like, knowing about it. Yeah. Seeing that shit in seventh grade, and you're like, what the fuck? It started with the new millennium. Yeah. That was a crisis. (laughs) (laughs) And then, literally, the very next year, 9-11. Yeah. Then, which was a huge crisis. Then two wars started. Hurricane Katrina came. We graduated high school. Recession. Recession. Black president elected. The worst racism in the world comes out. Black Lives Matter starts after Trayvon. Then COVID. COVID. Well, Trump, then COVID. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> that's a crisis within itself. I'm trying to block that out of my memory. My mom be asking me, she be like, what did uh, Trump do today? And I be thinking, fuck Donald Trump, mom. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about what that we nigga can't say. keep up with that. I don't care what Donald Trump do until he go to prison. That nigga might be working on that shit. They, he got 70 charges against him in all. He got to be guilty of at least one of them motherfuckers. I mean, he guilty of all of them. Don't get me wrong. But they going to have to find him guilty of at least one. And they keep saying poll numbers that him and Biden are neck and neck. I refuse to believe that. Everything is rigged. But it's... I don't know if it's rigged, but I feel like every... There's such a disconnect from what people feel is happening and what is happening oh yeah 
people feel like Joe Biden is the worst president in the fucking world. That is nowhere close to the truth. And he's probably the farthest left-leaning president we've all, we've ever had. But still, though, even with this Trump shit, it's just like, how much are y'all going to let this nigga get away with? Exactly. It's like... And like, what is he doing to even be able to get away with this shit? And that's what... He can't have this much money to cover up all his sins. And that's what I be like talking to like people I know that are Trump people. Like, do you really think he should be able to get away with whatever he wants to do? And then they be... They be trying not to, like when you ask them like that, they don't want to be like, yeah, I'm a dumbass. I think he should be able to get away with anything. Right. But that's what they doing. I just, bruh, the audacity of the caucasity like is if, crazy, bro. If Trump was Obama doing all the shit that he been doing. This nigga Barack Obama wore a tan suit once and you would have thought that he committed genocide. Donald Trump has committed several crimes and will get on stage and say Joe Biden is the most corrupt president ever. And people will just be like, yeah, he is. This nigga got 70 charges against him. The ex-president got warrants for his arrest. Like, what the hell? And people are deluded to the point to where they're just like, I mean, he's our president. It's people that believe that he is really the president of the United States right now. (laughs) And that is fucking insane. Oh, man. I want to be on that level of uh, oblivion and just like disbelief about life. You know what's the scariest thing to me about Trump? If he wasn't an idiot, he could be even more dangerous. Oh, yeah. He could get away with way more. but But that's why like. He be telling on himself, yeah. which is another reason why I can't believe that he's been able to get this far with all this bullshit. Bro, DeSantis is terrifying and is a full-on fascist. Donald Trump, but I, all right, I hate Donald Trump, but he's so goddamn entertaining <laughs> because he's so insane that he doesn't realize he's insane. But he won't go as far to the right as some people. He'll hold vendettas and stuff. But he ain't going to be out here just being like, like he criticized people saying woke all the time. He said, I don't like the word woke. It's because this nigga gets it. Of course he did. Because Santa's dumbass doesn't know how to talk to people. So he just be reading shit online thinking that shit going to float. No. Online people are crazy. Anybody who's been on Twitter or the Yahoo comment section knows that. Just being that out of touch with the reality, it's like, that's a byproduct of privilege. Yeah, it's the chronically online are the only people that would think that that shit is cool. And we all know the chronically online people are... They ain't got. They ain't the sharpest tools in the shed. We'll Absolutely say. Absolutely not. But just think about the fact that Trump, if he wasn't an idiot, and as narcissistic as he is, things could be so much worse. Because his deluded ass fucking fans 
will do anything he tells them to do. They tried to overthrow the goddamn government and people just act like it was just a normal day. I will never get over the fact of watching that live on TV and people be like, oh, they're just making a big deal out of nothing. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Black Lives Matter had a march in Washington a couple months before that shit and they had snipers on the goddamn roofs because niggas was in town in Chocolate City. Meanwhile, milk crickets got in that goddamn capital and they were just like, I mean, it's their house. There's motherfuckers getting locked up for that shit every day. They be so entitled. And then Donald Trump's dumb ass talk about how are they going to indict me? Nigga, we were watching TV. We saw what you fucking did. He, man, they tried to hang Mike Pence. Let's not forget that shit. And Mike Pence finally got some balls this week and was saying that like Trump tried to overthrow the government and all this shit. I'm like, look at you. Finally got some balls. And he was like, he should never be president again. I was like, look at you. Sounds like Mike Pence done got woke out here. Right. (laughs) He still ain't going to win, bro. The only person that could beat Donald Trump is Joe Biden. And I'm tired of all of these leftist people, which I'm a leftist. I'm a fucking Democratic Socialist. But I'm tired of all these motherfuckers being like, somebody should primary Joe Biden. How many times has a sitting president been primaried? Right. But all these new leftists think that like people can't study goddamn history mm-hmm. <laughs> and not know that that's the worst thing that could happen. We're united behind our guy. Is he perfect? Fuck no. But damn. He better than uh toupee fiasco. Literally, like what who else do y'all <laughs> want us to put in there? <laughs> Bro, they don't know, but they like these people are just really obstructionist. Like, I've noticed, like, with the left, people a lot of times who don't identify as Democrats often are they make their whole personality about being on the left but not being a Democrat. Mm-hmm. It's like that hipster shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm a leftist, but I mean, I'm gonna have some obscure politician that i'm gonna vote for that won't win a national election maybe but teetering on the line they really I, a lot of them motherfuckers be white supremacists well <laughs> like the way they be talking about uh kamala yeah you like bro also, why are they trying to convince us that like she's the worst vice president ever? I don't know, because they hate black women. Exactly. Exactly. Sorry, I'm not directly. No, it was I was turning me down. But yeah. Like they be acting like she's like the worst and then the shit they be like arguing against is like, oh, she laughs too much. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about, nigga? Are you insane? You tell you tell women all the time to smile more. This bitch be smiling and laughing with some pretty ass teeth. And y'all think that <laughs> she do it too much. We can't fucking win. The goalposts will always be moved. Basically.
some topics. Where do we start again? <laughs> I feel like we got to start with the Jamie Foxx thing. Okay. Because that's going to lead into other shit that happened this weekend, which this whole week has been crazy. Every week. This summer has been summering like a motherfucker. Like, people been losing their fucking shit. And I feel like the news just is always going to be in business. <laughs> because every week, every day, some shit is happening. So, let me pull up the post. Because I just want, like, you got to be as accurate as it is because it's so insane what ended up happening that you like, how, how do we get here? Okay. So Jamie Foxx, black American sweetheart. <laughs> True. Black people love Jamie Foxx. True. In a way that I don't think even white people understand. Jamie Foxx, who, you know, recently had his own health scares and everybody was, you know, scared and concerned for Jamie Foxx. Um, posted something on Instagram. Jamie posted a black screen with a caption. They killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends, fake love. Jennifer Aniston likes this fucking picture. (laughs) And then all hell breaks loose. So. There's some Twitter people that are like they're Jewish activists and they like to, you know, stay on top of anti-Semitic comments and stuff, especially from celebrities. And one of these activists um, saw that Jamie Foxx post and assumed that it was anti-semitic assumed and you know what happens when you assume things Mm -hmm. you make an ass out of you and me the me in this uh situation was jennifer aniston because they screenshotted that and in the screenshot it says liked by jennifer aniston this bitch Saw that heat that was coming. And she said, this really makes me sick. I did not like this post on purpose or by accident. Bitch, which one? It's got to be one. It's it's on the- <laughs> How you have it neither on purpose or by accident? Like which fucking one? And more importantly, I want to be clear to my friends and anyone hurt by this showing up in their feeds, I do not support any form of anti-Semitism, and I truly don't tolerate hate of any kind. So that's what she did. Jamie Foxx came out, made this gracious thing, be like, if anybody was offended by what I said, that was not my uh, intention, blah, blah, blah. You know, great Hollywood answer. This nigga's been doing this shit forever. He knows how to get out of media training. But the problem is... He shouldn't have had to do all that. He shouldn't have had to do all that because this gonna sound controversial. But let me just say this. I understand that Jewish people are a very targeted minority group and I stand by uh, 
their rights to exist as humans on this earth. But sometimes they don't know our culture. They don't know our sayings. They don't know little things about us. And that's what makes cultural appropriation from them. This makes you a little bit angry because y'all don't fuck with us. It seems like for a culture to be so duplicated and and replicated right that you would at least know and understand it but no it's it's literally for aesthetics that's and it nothing else they don't give a fuck but and them not giving a fuck about us they don't know how we fucking talk they kill jesus ain't talking about no goddamn white supremacist bullshit where they blame Jewish people for killing quote unquote Christ. What that means to black people is baby, they hate it on Jesus. If they hate on Jesus, they hate on you. And if anything, we're taught as black Christians for the most part that Judas and the Romans are the ones that killed Christ. If we go get technical about it, that's the whole point. That's what he was saying. He's talking about Judas being a backstabber. Mm-hmm. But since y'all motherfuckers don't read your goddamn Bible <laughs> and y'all don't understand our relationship with God and just our sayings, y'all be jumping to the wildest conclusions. So fast. And it was so many people be like, y'all can't tell us uh how we identify hatred to our people and like yeah under normal circumstances that is true but it's not goddamn hatred towards you people you dumbass motherfuckers it's not hatred at all he wouldn't talk about no goddamn Jews and also I feel like black people as a whole we had a whole little come to Jesus meeting about anti-semitism a couple months ago when uh, an artist that I won't say his name, we'll call him redacted, <laughs> went on a real anti-Semitic uh, wave. And then Kyrie Irving also went on his Jews to, uh, what is it? Hebrews to niggas, whatever. Hebrews to Negroes, whatever. Made up monkey shit that nigga was talking about. <laughs> Not monkey shit. <laughs> Take that monkey shit off. <laughs> you embarrassing us. <laughs> but so like we've had the discussions about anti-Semitism in the black community. It is a thing, but not this time. Yeah, this wasn't that. And I was thinking about it. It's just so many things that. The we'll say the broader culture has taken from black people that they don't understand and they just run with it and make new definitions. Just like the woke shit. They didn't change woke into some shit that niggas was never talking about. Niggas was half joking by saying stay woke, brother. But what we're really saying to each other is keep your eyes keep open your to eyes white open. supremacy. Keep your eyes open. You ask these new politicians what the fuck is woke, they be like, it's all uh, leftist, liberal, Marxist. Like, nigga, no, it's not. It's an inside joke to black people. And since y'all ain't black, 
Y'all don't understand it. it. It's not for you to get. Right. Because you're who we're talking about. Exactly. (laughs) We're hiding a joke from you, nigga. (laughs) You are the ones that we have to stay woke about. Right. Uh, Another thing, Karen. White people have completely taken the definition from Karen to make it to where it's just anybody that bitches about some shit. Mm. No, motherfucker. It's about white women that weaponize their whiteness against black and brown people. That typically ends up getting them harmed or dead. That is what a Karen is. And no, black people can't be fucking Karen. Which <laughs> is in that right there. What's another thing that white people have mistaken that time that the dream said that Beyonce and uh, Jay-Z were on CP time and motherfuckers thought they were talking about cerebral palsy. Yeah. Like if (laughs) y'all just need to mind y'all business sometimes. Or that time when Renaissance came out and Beyonce said spaz and people thought she was using a slur that was ableist. Oh my God. And so Beyonce removed it and Lizzo also removed it. Which we might get to her later, but <laughs> mm. but uh yeah, it's like like when all this shit was going on, I was literally thinking, this is the equivalent of if somebody said you all up in the Kool Aid, you don't know the flavor, don't and people be like, are you talking about Jim Jones? <laughs> no, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> My grandma used to say this shit. <laughs> As for me and my house. Right. It's just like when they be talking about all this new uh, Gen Z slang. You mean the shit that my great granddaddy used to fucking say? This shit is black culture. Through and through. And Every y'all day. keep making asses out of yourself. Because you got main character syndrome. Yeah. It's the, just it's just not for y'all all the time. The world does not revolve around you motherfuckers. Which is so sad because it's like the shit that we that we really be wanting y'all to get involved in, you be quiet as a mouse. Yeah. And then the stupid made up shit, that's the shit y'all want to jump in on. And that's what's gonna hold us getting together as people, all of us. That's what's going to hold us back is y'all be on this dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston also. Let's have a moment to talk about that dumb motherfucker. <sighs> she just, I don't know what she liked it. And then like panicked. Yeah. And it's just like, girl, you could have just liked it and not said nothing, but you made it into. And then you wanted to say that you didn't like it. On purpose or not on purpose. What does that mean? You either tapped the shit or you didn't. Right. Or maybe even if you did like it accidentally, you can take your like back and still just not say nothing. Yeah. She could have just, she could have taken her like back and been like, man, that's that AI shit. But she had to be like, oh, I didn't like this on purpose. I just want everyone to know. Like, girl, okay. But it's that virtue signaling shit. But That's what it is. I, what I really don't get is like, if you really did like it on accident, why did you go this far? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
Just take your like back and go on about your business. Even if somebody did see you in the likes, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. No. You liked a post. Okay. The post was not bad. So I'm just wondering, like, did somebody see her like it and then was like, oh, how could you? I think she just tried, like, once that screenshot came up, she was like, let me walk this all the way back. She needs to apologize to Jamie Foxx, though. No bullshit. I'm being dead honest with that. Because she wilded out and she made everything way worse. Yep. He had to get on the fucking internet. On Beyonce's internet. Right. And apologize for something that was not harmful to anyone at all. And then it was people fighting back against when we were telling them like, bro, that is not talking about they meaning them. It's talking about they meaning all of them. <laughs> meaning anybody who this pertains to. Right. Not and, calling out a specific group of people. And if you know, you know. But y'all got to be the main character. Every time. Hey. But she got fucking dragged, honey. Bro. Everybody starts talking about how she wasn't that girl, the way everybody <laughs> was trying to get us to believe, which we we've been saying that like Yeah. Later on this podcast. Jennifer Anderson she is a pretty lady. She is pretty. Um but I just never thought that she was striking enough to be considered one of the most beautiful women. Even amongst the whites, she mid. Now, as a normal person, yeah, she's a good-looking woman. I get that. But they be acting like, like they be like, can you believe Jennifer Aniston's almost 60? Yeah. I know what white women look like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, honey. She ain't defying no odds right right now. (laughs) I don't think that's the flex I think y'all think it is. It is not. Like... It's really not. You know who somebody that looks good for their age? Halle Berry. You know who somebody that looks good for their age? Angela Bassett. Let's go with the whites. Who's somebody that's white that looks good for their age? (laughs) You can't do it. I'm just like, (laughs) trick question. (laughs) Gotcha. Uh, We're going to have to think on that one. Who is a white woman that it looks good for her age? Surprisingly, Martha Stewart. Um, I'm trying to think of all uh, uh, unproblematic white women. Reese Witherspoon. True, 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 true. Um, This is going to sound weird, but for me, Helen Mirren is a very good-looking older woman. She don't look good for, like, she looks her age, but she's a good-looking woman. Yeah. Uh, Jane Fonda. Oh, yeah. Dolly. For sure. Black people love some Dolly Parton. Yeah. (laughs) She's the most unproblematic white woman that we've ever known. Yep. And she grew up as a hillbilly in Tennessee. Against all odds, baby. I wonder if Dolly ever had any black boyfriends. Bruh. (laughs) 
I don't know. I'm, I'm sure she probably had. I feel like Dolly done had her time with some black men. Bruh. I seen them pictures of Dolly in the 60s. Dolly been fine forever. Um, Who else? Angelina Jolie. Jessica Biel. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's not old, though. She yeah. what, early 40s, maybe? I don't even know if she's that old. I mean, I, maybe I need to take that one back. Hold on. Let me see. She might be late 30s. Hey, Siri. Watch her be 38. How old is Jessica Sorry, Biel? I can't help you with that. Girl. Boy. Hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. How old is Jessica Biel? Jessica Biel is 41 years old. Okay. That tracks. Beyonce and them age. Um... Who is a, a good looking white? Gal Gadot is like 38. She's still fine as shit. Cindy Crawford is still gorgeous. Did you see her in Angel's video? Yes. Bruh. Cindy Crawford is, yeah. Christy Brinkley. Shania Twain. Shania Twain. Julia Roberts. She hasn't been unproblematic though. She's had her scandal, but it hasn't necessarily had to do with race. No. She's had a lot of dating and marriage scandals. Also, Julia Roberts' birth was paid for by Dr. King. What? So, Dr. King's daughter uh, attended an acting class in Atlanta. And the teacher um, allowed Dr. King's daughter to be in there as an integrated uh, thing. That teacher was Julia Roberts' mom. Oh, wow. So as a gift, Dr. Kingdom paid her medical bills from when she had Julia Roberts. Never would have known. That's wild. That's why she's blessed. (laughs) (laughs) That is an ancestral blessing. I'm trying to think of some other white women. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Yes, yes, yes. Um. Um. Linda Carter is still gorgeous. It's Linda Carter, Wonder Woman in the seventies. Um. Every now and then she goes viral on uh Twitter because she woke, hmm. and she's very liberal. And plus, if you've been on the right side of like race relations. And like gay rights, you bulletproof in this society. Who are some other attractive whites? We've named quite a few, actually. I'm very proud. I of know, this. but yeah, Jeff Aniston ain't beat none of them. Like I said before, like she just gives basic, <laughs> classic. American girl next door. And I guess that's why they like her so much. I guess because she looks Basic. relatable. Because she looks like Me every it. other white girl. <laughs> <laughs> so she she has this like attainability factor. That's a that's a good way of saying it. Attainability factor. A no a a moderately attractive white woman can look like Jennifer Aniston. 
Boy, we gonna have these white people mad at us. <laughs> but it's about to get worse. I'm not talking <laughs> shit. No, <Yet>. we. <laughs> yet. <laughs> But when we do start talking shit, I'm just saying, I feel like y'all gave her way too much. It's just also growing up the way we did, just hearing it all the time from other white people. You're like, get off her fucking dick. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> do y'all see anybody else right. in the celebrity roster at all? Like, why is she blinding y'all so hard? And then they made her whole haircut a thing in the 90s. And we forgot. Like, you know what we forgot is motherfucking Fran Drescher. Oh yeah, category bad bitch. She, if anybody was gonna be the it girl of the nineties, it was Fran Drescher. Cause them fits still look dope. The fits were hard. The hair was always done. The makeup was always on point. The body was bodying. Personality on a thousand. Only not the voice. Now, the voice is actually not as bad now that I'm older. Yeah. Because I'll be looking at the body and all the other shit. Mm. I'm like, yeah, she fine as shit. Fuck her voice. <laughs> yeah. She did have that nasally. Wow. <laughs> uh, Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. The uh, name is familiar. The face is not. Uh, what was her name on A Different World? From my cousin Vinny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aunt, brown hair, brown eyes. Yeah, Aunt Bay from uh from the new Spider-Man. Yeah. Cause she is 58. Damn. I didn't realize she was that old. Yeah. I mean, she was on first season of Different World. That was 89. Yeah, true. <laughs> Sheesh. We're just going to keep thinking of random white people, white women. And another one. <laughs> um. Something happened in Montgomery. A new civil rights movement. A new iconic civil rights uh, battle took place yesterday in what some people have called Bloody Saturday. <laughs> I said, look at my birthplace living up to its right. name. <laughs> Speaking of monkey shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the niggas in monkey town was doing what they had to do. <laughs> Bruh. All right. So I was just on Twitter. And I read and we saw that video. I usually don't even be watching fight videos. Like, I don't like to watch fight videos. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's like some primal thing that you just shouldn't enter into your, your psyche. And then, too, I feel like once you watch one, it's just a bunch of them start popping up. Yeah, and I, uh-uh. So, in that video on, uh, what was it? What's the name of that place? River, it's not a river walk. It's... Okay, on the Montgomery Riverfront, there was, like, different boats on the dock. <laughs> so, somebody had parked their boat, a smaller boat, to where the riverboat couldn't park. Or, I don't know the technical term for parking on the water. <laughs> but, look, we're just going to say park. Right. <laughs> so, 
it was a black man working there. And so he was telling the white guys in the boat, yo, you got to move this boat. So eventually he started like untying it. I don't know why I did that. Like people can see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> untying it and trying to push it off. So like these group of white boys start like, at first they were talking to him and you could tell he was getting animated to tell him, no, you got to move the boat now. And then some kind of way, one dude started getting physical with uh, the black dude at work. Yeah. That nigga took off his cap, flipped it up in the air like Bobby Schmurder, and shit was on. He flipped that shit like a coin, honey. Caught a body about a week ago. Week ago. <laughs> <laughs> Heads, you're it. If it attacked that ass. And so... They're scrapping, and then other dudes in the group start trying to jump them, and they're jumping them. And multiple people are videoing all of this shit. And then all of a sudden, niggas just start coming out the blue. One nigga jumps in the water off the riverboat and swims to shore to go help fight his brother. Go go help fight with his brother. Listen, when I say he was swimming with power... (laughs) I'm talking, but that was horsepower. Did you see how hard, like, it was so many times I watched the video. Oh, yeah. I've watched it a million times. At one point, I was just paying attention to how hard that nigga was paddling. They started calling him DeMichael Phelps. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga. That nigga was swimming, swimming like I ain't never seen a nigga swim before. That nigga was swimming hard, pulled himself in off the out the water onto the dock and went to work and went to start scrapping. No, didn't take no time to catch his breath. And then they like come to find out that kid was sixteen. That nigga, that nigga probably only had like Takis in his belly And <laughs> Gatorade Like that's some 16 year old strength That's just teenage Hormone strength Like niggas uh, Niggas my age can't do that shit Yeah That nigga he didn't waste no time That nigga came up out the water like them Sea Mexicans on nigga cat too <laughs> He was on a mission, the valor <laughs> of that young man. And like each time I watched it, I paid attention to somebody different. Yeah. So eventually all them brothers get together and then they start walking. And it's like uh that scene on the Avengers, like with the portal scene. Yeah. Like them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Them niggas had a fucking crew. And they started walking towards the white dudes. The craziest thing about, like, it's like four different videos that show different Different angles angles. of everything. That one video, it shows them black dudes walking towards that boat. There are cops with them letting all this shit happen. Which, congratulations to those cops for letting people figure it out. And not just bashing black people up the head and letting them get they get back. I like seeing people fight. I mean, not fight, but like as compared to like guns and shit. Yeah. Just straight up fist. You lose. It's over. Especially with this being a situation where the initiator 
wasn't the black people. Like the black man didn't just get out of character and start swinging. Like he right. was attacked first. So everything that came to them was fucking justified. And that's what I love. Yep. And I, the, the pride I had each time I've watched it, just seeing these brothers work together, brothers go work it out. Where two or three are joined together <laughs> in his name. <laughs> I am in the midst of thee. (laughs) Strength in numbers. (laughs) Bro, that shit was so fucking wild. Yeah, when I so when I first seen the video, it was just a little short clip on TikTok and I scrolled past it real fast. Because at first I was like, dang, like, they done got into a fight on a cruise ship. That's what I thought, too. But I kept hearing people, some some one of the dudes in the background, like, oh, he going to jail. He going to jail. And I was like, well, on a cruise, I don't think you can just go to jail all willy-nilly. So this can't be no cruise ship. So then I started seeing it on Twitter, like, longer videos. And I was like, oh, shit, this was not a cruise ship. This was in Montgomery, Alabama. Which, if you know, you know. <laughs> and, like, the clip that I have first seen... It wasn't from the beginning of where everything started. It was literally like in the middle of it where the one nigga with the chair <laughs> was bopping everybody like duck, duck, goose. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was working that chair like the undertaker. <laughs> he was playing the groundhog game and chicken cheese. Right. <laughs> that nigga was little buddy foo-foo and motherfuckers with a chair. <laughs> He said, yeah, you get a lick. You get a lick. You get a lick. Bro, dude, to use a chair in a fight is insane. And that nigga was big and tall. Yeah. Like, Doug sent me something. That one dude was like, he put his back into that one. (laughs) When he hit that white woman. Ooh, on her head. I was like, oh, no. And that's when the the nigga in the video is like, oh, he going to jail. And that's the only nigga I saw get arrested from all of that shit. You can't just be out here swinging no chair on motherfuckers. Plus, you big enough to where your strength should be enough to push the people out the way, mush the people in the face. Like, you doing the most now, sir. Hit middle-aged white women with a chair is insane. Y'all understand, you know. <laughs> he got caught up. We the all calls and up. whatnot. You got excited. <laughs> this was your one chance for that Karen that got on your nerves right. last week. It's, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's like if we were the coach, we'd pull aside. Look, I don't like the way you did it, but I like your intensity. I don't like that you did it full force and you were dedicated to the cause. I need that intensity in better ways. <laughs> Let's redirect this energy. <laughs> Bro. That shit was wild. The wi- All right. What other wild shit? The lady... Who was in the blue shirt that kept going to all the different fights and kept getting her ass beat is. <laughs> you know how dedicated to the cause you got to be to get your ass beat that multiple might times? Be my favorite. <laughs> that might be my favorite because I said the same. I was like, why the fuck did this little ass lady. Keep running up on these niggas, bro. Like, what do you think you finna do? You in flip-flops. You ain't got nobody's grip. You have no leverage. No. What's so... 
ever. And you little as hell. And you got on a dress. <laughs> like, ma'am, she kept running up and getting done up. Like, every time. <laughs> every Bro. time. Then I seen another white lady jump in. I think she got punched. And she was so shook. She just went on about her business. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know how bad you gotta get your ass whooped to this it's still like, nah this ain't it never mind <laughs> never mind it's like when we joke about that post nut clarity that post punch clarity sober your ass up nigga knock them sonic coins right on <laughs> she said nope <laughs> you want some too old man nope <laughs> she said I ain't fighting these monkeys today bro that white woman that jumped in and got beat up and then thrown into the river. Oh yeah! <laughs> like I kept reading the comments here. Like man, they throw people in the water. I was like, where are they throwing people? And I finally saw it. I'm like, oh no! And she <laughs> fell like backwards into the water. Like that bitch could have fucking drowned. There's <laughs> so many details that you find every time, bruh. <sighs> Ooh. Them white dudes thought they had what at first. They getting they ass whooped, bro. That shit was wild. Oh, bloody Saturday, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Oh my god, I ain't never seen white people let black people get they get back. That shit was wild. We love to see it. We love to see it. I mean, the cops had to arrest that nigga swinging chair. <laughs> And you know what? He didn't even put up a fight with them. No, he's like, you right. I'm wild. <laughs> he didn't put up a single fight. I know. He's like, I got carried away. I got a little carried away. <laughs> he was probably like, oh, shit. Right. Well. Ah, fun's <laughs> over. Well. <laughs> like, that shit had, like, we were talking about this before we started recording. You know how crazy something has to be for black Twitter and black face to, Facebook to be in sync? <laughs> Talk about the same goddamn thing. They usually get shit like two weeks later. We are all in real time. And the best thing about this is we live in Alabama. So we can like, we know people that probably know people that were fighting in that shit. Yeah. And we getting all the jokes. Like I saw that TikTok of that nigga swinging that chair. Did you see that shit? Hell yeah. <laughs> I keep fucking laughing at that shit because that <laughs> shit is insane. We got all the angles. <laughs> when niggas have their phones out. <laughs> I'm swinging. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, me practicing for the next time somebody tries me. <laughs> but no, what's crazy is like being able to see so many different angles. It's like obviously somebody knew some shit was up early enough to start to pull their phones out. Like it had to start getting. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I keep seeing video. Like I saw a video from somebody on the riverboat that like shows like the initial like mm. thing that happened the funniest shit is the more and more evidence that comes out all the white people in this situation look even worse yeah i even saw people on twitter some of those like racist uh web uh 
accounts trying to see like make it where see black people are attacking white people in joe biden's america and even white people oh that's not what happened (laughs) (laughs) that is not what happened not at all now i did see some white people being like y'all are just applauding of a man hitting a 50 60 year old white i mean 50 60 year old woman in the head and then this one woman was like she should have sat this one out (laughs) fuck around found out (laughs) then also i've seen people being like uh try this in a small town met fuck around and found out yep yep we love to see it bro our ancestors are just smiling down like you know how niggas in the 30s probably are looking at this shit like you believe this shit okay the cops will let the fight (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Alabama cops letting black people uh, get they get back to motherfuckers that tried to jump them I ain't saying we'd have came a long way, but we'd have came a long way. <laughs> you know what? I wonder if it was a situation where, like, the cops had also spoke to them and tried to get them right. to move. And they were just like, oh, okay, well. Let them cook. <laughs> we finna let the citizens arrest. <laughs> hey, bruh, it was some niggas that really knew how to fight that shit, too. That. Bro, why would you try to do that in Montgomery, Alabama, of all places? Couldn't have been in their right mind. They, I'm guessing they were drunk. They had to have been fucking blackout wasted. Not that that's an excuse at all. But that's the only excuse I could find for why you would try to fight niggas in Montgomery, Alabama. And on top of that, you're surrounded by plenty of niggas. Right. They were the only white people I saw the entire it time. Ain't nothing but niggas out here. And y'all really think uh, that probably is what it was that it was so many niggas. <laughs> so they was like, fuck them. We're going to do what the fuck we want to do. Didn't work out the way they wanted it to. Bruh. I was just smiling ear to ear all day. Yeah, they, they got them. <laughs> we got one. It was niggas talking about, I'm on my way to Montgomery right now to finish the job. (laughs) Yeah, hell no. Nothing would ever make me willingly drive to Montgomery. That's the other thing. What white people would go to Montgomery and be like, you know what? This is the time to fight niggas. Right. Right. (laughs) They make niggas in Montgomery. (laughs) Oh, because white people think they're invincible from so much shit. I guess they thought this was going to be one of them times that they was going to get their way. Hey, Alabama been wilding out all summer. Not today. Tim Anderson, who is from Birmingham and plays for the White Sox, who also is a prolific cheater on his black wife. But hey, he cheats on her with another black woman. So he loves two black women out publicly. (laughs) I'm not going to say two. (laughs) He at least loves one. He is providing for single households and their children. That is an honorable black man if I've never seen one. <laughs> All right, Charlemagne. <laughs> black men don't cheat. No, just like, um, but he got in a fight last night in a baseball game and got beat up so bad that nobody got suspended. <laughs> you know how wild it is to fight in a professional sport and nobody gets suspended? I did not see that. 
Like he started the fight, took his uh like gloves off, and that nigga got worked. Dang, baseball is supposed to be the most unproblematic sport we got. Shit. <clears throat> Let me see. Like I'm trying to see. Oh, here's the. <laughs> Wait. Oh, not a miss. Oh, not a miss. He rocked that nigga's jaw. I mean, for him to fall back like that. Like, look at that shit. He, how you miss twice? That's a nigga from Beham too. He know how to fight. <laughs> but yeah, both of them niggas. <laughs> neither one of them got a suspended. <laughs> then he got uh, what's her name? Uh. Gone girl. Oh, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> Not gone girl. <laughs> and now these niggas like another like Montgomery keeps giving us iconic civil rights moments. Bus boycott. Rosa Parks. Dr. King. Bloody Saturday. Bloody Saturday. I'm so glad that it was documented. Bro. The t-shirts are already out. (laughs) And niggas gonna buy them. This nigga might buy me a a Bloody Saturday shirt. The one I posted is only $20. (laughs) And that looked like a a family cookout shirt too. So it makes it even blacker. I need me a good uh, family reunion shirt. Black family reunion shirts go hard in the tackiest but dopest way possible. This is true. I don't know what the colors be about. Or the fonts or <laughs> like. It'd be a lot going on on a black family reunion <laughs> Our last ones were uh, dark purple with a gold writing. And I was like, who, who chose this? <laughs> The last one I had was baby blue with dark blue. (laughs) It actually looked dope because like uh, Port Gibson's colors are the blue waves. Mm. That's some nigga shit too. I think my first ever family reunion t-shirt was baby blue with dark (laughs) blue writing. I was little though. I was like five. Yeah, I need I need a adult size. Of, I need I don't want no new nigga shirts either. I want some old nigga shit. Some vintage shit. I know. Like have have a tree with at the roots have different names the of name. the people. <laughs> Talk about a legacy, people. Yeah. These new uh new nigga shirts, they probably be having like knockoff like <clears throat> Like uh, those knockoff A and M shirts. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. Where the damn graphics be peeling after yeah. the second wash. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, black t-shirts are a different thing. It's just different. A nigga get his buddy together and say he want to make a shirt. That shit always be trash. Every time. <clears throat> but yo, somebody gonna buy it yo we should make family union shirts for the podcast oh yeah that'd be dope 
That would be dope. Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> Suburban family reunion. Right. The United family reunion. Because, you know, niggas <laughs> always like, this is the big family reunion of all our family. <laughs> uh, Nigga, how can it be all our family? We all got two sides of families. Die, we don't even worry about that, sweetheart. We got to... <laughs> Ooh, we could put the names of all the people we've had on as like the family. Oh, that shit's dope. Yeah. Man, if we ever fuck around and get money, nigga. <laughs> Please. We gonna be balling out here. That's a great idea, though. Yeah, I might have to cut that out. I be having to cut some shit because I'm like, man. Can't, yeah. <laughs> Can't let these niggas know our moves. Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services, such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe.